Welcome to the Not Your Average Gun Girl Show. We are your hosts. I'm Emily Valentine from Style Me Tactical. And I'm Amy Robbins from Alexa Athletica. We are a lifestyle show meant to empower women to live confident, prepared, and self-reliant lives. We talk everything from our favorite beauty products to concealed carry firearms and everything in between. We bring guests on our show with compelling stories that will inspire and encourage you in your journey. Now, you can not only listen to the audio, part of the Concealed Carry Network on your favorite podcast streaming service, but you can also watch our show by going to OpsLens.com or downloading the OpsLens app. This episode is brought to you by Guardian Nation. Guardian Nation is the community for devoted gun people focused on guarding themselves, their families, homes, and communities. We hope that you'll check it out and consider joining. Whether it be for the monthly training and drill videos, discounts on products in their store, the monthly Guardian Nation Live broadcast with top industry professionals, or the quarterly box of hand-picked Guardian gear, there's something for everyone in becoming a member of Guardian Nation. Check it out at GuardianNation.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are here again at the Turning Point Teen Student Action Summit here in Washington, D.C. And we've been having a fantastic time over the last few days, and we've got an awesome, beautiful guest with us today. Everybody, welcome Miss Alex Clark. She is the newest member of the contributing and production team for Turning Point, and she just left the number one rated morning show in Indianapolis to go and do that. Welcome to the show. Welcome to our show, Alex. So glad you're here. Thank you, Emily and Amy. I'm so excited. Yeah, I just uh, quit pop radio so that I could join politics. So that was a big shock. That's a big, (laughs) that's a big jump. Everyone. Is this the first time you put headphones back on since leaving radio? How is it feeling right now? This is the very first time since I quit about a month ago that I've had headphones on. So it feels well, we'll good. feel very honored that you chose to do that on I our know. show. Thank you guys. Yes. I know. It feels, I feel like I'm at home. Good. Perfect. That's what we want you to yep. feel like when you're here at, at our show. We like to just keep this real casual. Casual. Girls chatting. Good. Mm-hmm. That's my type of, that's my style. Okay. So you know, you know where I first saw you? And it didn't occur to me. (laughs) Now I'm nervous. No, it didn't occur to me until just now, actually. Were you on the cover of the uh, Expressions magazine? Yes. Were you the first cover model? I was the second. It was uh, Antonia. Antonia, okay. She was the first one, and then I was the second one. And I, I... because I'm very new to the turning point world. I mean, like really knowing everybody. Mm-hmm. I was not sure who you were, but I just remember seeing this beautiful young girl. And then they were talking about this awesome girl being this conservative radio host. We work a lot with, with expressions and with Lacey and them. And so yeah. when I saw you and then it just clicked in my head, I'm like, I think sh- that's where I know you from. That is so funny. You know what's real weird? I mean, I, I guess it's not weird, but it's, it's just more of uh, a God thing, which is really cool, is that so a year ago... I was going to my very first Young Women's Leadership Summit with Turning Point, and I just went as a normal guest. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even VIP nothing. I mean, I just, I just really? came. Really? Right. Yeah. And so I, I came to the conference, had roommates and all this. They were all way younger than me because I'm 26 <laughs> now. So, like, I get up there, and, like, the girls aren't even legal to drink or anything, um, you know, which was kind of funny. But I, I ended up making friends with them. Uh, one of those girls that I roomed with was one of the main people at the time working, doing expressions, 
with Lacey. Okay. And so then a few months later, they invited me through that connection. They invited me to be the cover girl, which I was like, okay. Because, yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't – at the time, I didn't work in politics Mm -hmm. or work for Turning Point. It was just like – I was like, are you sure you want me to do this? I was like, am I really enough of somebody in the conservative movement? And they were like, yeah, it's interesting that you are just this pop radio host that that is conservative. So I was like, okay. So I did that. And basically, ever since I went to my first Young Women's Leadership Summit, all these little things started happening that now led – me to accepting a job with them and completely changing my career. Isn't that just, I feel like when you, when you're in those moments and they're happening, you have no idea. And then to look back and Mm -hmm. be like, wow, those all sort of led up to every single thing. I see God's plan unfolding here. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. That is so fun. Well, I am so happy for Mm -hmm. you. And and I I love that because I feel like now it, we have always been in the, in the firearm space, you know, that, that was our world, that was our yeah. community. And this is opening up a whole new world to us that we don't think is very far. It's not disconnected mm-hmm, necessarily not at all. from the firearm industry. It's right. just those two worlds really didn't cross over that much, even though pretty much everybody here is a Second Amendment supporter. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we both just realized very quickly, hey, if we really want to continue this, we want to start working with the younger generation, the the, the boys and the girls and the young men and women mm-hmm. that are coming here that are Second Amendment supporters. We're in the world, aren't we? Right there in the middle. Right. This is where the energy is. This is where well, everything's and they're, happening. They're the ones who are going to be able to affect change for our future. Yeah. So we might as well start pouring into them and working with everybody. And so through that, we've gotten to know all you guys and this has been really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. it. And I, um, had actually at the last young women's leadership summit is where I met uh, you guys for the first time. And, uh, Amy handed me some, um, leggings and a tank top <laughs> to take home. And that, and I wore it on the plane and the whole time I was like, Oh my gosh. And, uh, at the time I was dating someone and he picked me up from the airport. And when he saw me, he said, Oh my gosh. He knew immediately. He said, where did you get this outfit? It's so hot. He said, you look like a hot mom. That's what he said to me. I was like, okay. So he got, so I got approval about the leggings and the top (laughs) and I loved it. And now, and now I'm addicted to to them. And now I want like every pair, every color, every pattern. I love it. It I love it. I do not wear leggings. Like before I met Amy, you're always polished. You're always in heels and heels and jeans is my life. And then I started wearing these leggings and I can carry my self-defense tool and now I can't wear any other legging because all I want to do is wear the leggings where I can carry something. And so now I find myself on the weekend, I'm like, I'm, instead of putting on my jeans that my husband says basically they're shorts because like the holes go from like the thigh to the calf, I'm like, well, I'll just put on my leggings now. You know what just, though? They are um, such good quality too. I was blown away. Thank you. I mean really good quality. Well, I tell everybody, I'm like, if it wasn't going to actually replace my Lululemons, I mean, there was, I wasn't going to do it. Someone asked me, they were like, are they like Lululemons? I said, yeah, or maybe better. Like, that's how nice they are. So I have been telling all my friends. I appreciate, well, even the ones that don't own firearms, that's the thing that people don't understand. You can wear um, Alexa Athletica leggings even if you are not necessarily carrying a firearm, because you guys, you the pockets, you can do. Well, it's the pockets. Like right. it really yeah, boils anything. down to like the pockets. This is why I like them. It's like Pepper I, I spray can't and all these carry things, your phone, yeah. whatever you yeah. want to, you know. And we've got some cool things coming down the pipeline that is really going to make our line, I think, a little bit more accessible to everybody. Even the people that don't carry firearms. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to announce like what we're going to be doing here very Yay. soon. I really want to spill the beans, but I won't. I know. I really do too. Like we're, <laughs> we're just noticing that we've got a really wide range in our audience of um, young women that can't carry. I mean, they're not old enough, you know, um, 
up to women who just really don't have an interest in ever carrying a firearm, right? You know, so we're, we're going to be adding some new products that are going to be inclusive to so many more women um, coming very soon. So, so Alex, that, you, yeah. came, you came from pop, right? Or you did radio. How did you get into radio? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's, it's so just every single career move that I've made in my life, every single thing was something I wasn't expected. And it was always a massive risk. When I was 14, I thought for sure um, I was going to go into, so I was like eighth grade and I was like, I know for sure that I want a career in the fashion industry. Mm -hmm. I said, my dream is to work for Teen Vogue. Uh, I want to like write articles for them or do styling. I didn't know yet if I wanted to do like a journalistic approach or if I wanted to just be hands-on like styling photo shoots and stuff. But I knew, I mean, I'm quoted in my senior yearbook saying I'm going to work for Teen Vogue. (laughs) I was on uh, newspaper staff. I had a, a, actually... You wouldn't think it could be controversial somehow because it's me. I made it controversial, a fashion column in our student newspaper, <laughs> which we also, that was, it was like, uh, I was a senior, I graduated in 2011. So right in that time is when, you know, you started seeing online blogs and all these right. things take off. So they started putting our newspaper also online and it went like viral for what a high school could go viral. Um, and so I started doing that and I was in radio TV all of high school. So entertainment and media was always something that I was passionate about, but I, it didn't click for me that I could actually do that as a career. I was just like, Oh, this is fun. I like writing, mm-hmm. but like, I know I want to be in fashion. That's what I want to yeah. do. Um, or I like talking on the radio. I like my radio TV class, but I, I want to do fashion. So, um, when I graduated from high school, I got a job as a personal stylist for a boutique in Louisville, Kentucky. Cause I grew up right outside of Louisville in Southern Indiana. And I was listening to my favorite morning show that I'd grown up listening to all throughout middle school, all throughout high school. And they had said something like, hey, if you're a college student and you want to be an intern for our show, we're looking for interns. And I was like, well, I'm about to go away to college for fashion. But before I go, I'll just do some gen ed at a local community Mm -hmm. college real quick, save money, then go to big school. um, And I'll intern in the meantime for credit. So... I just really, I was obsessed with the show. So I just wanted to show up because I was obsessed with the host and I wanted to meet them. Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with me wanting to do radio. I was just a fan. (laughs) Yeah. So I like show up and I am just talking to them as uh, during this internship interview. And they're like, oh yeah, you're, you got the job. Like you're going to be an intern because they just love my personality. So I was 18. I was an intern for one month and they pulled me aside one day after the morning show. They said, look, we really think you need to reconsider um, your fashion thing that you want to do and go into radio. Wow. There's an opening down the hall. at a, it, what, The morning show that I was interning on was, um, I call it like Soccer Mom Station. <laughs> so think like Pink, Katy Perry, John okay. Mayer. Yeah. That's yeah. who they were playing. Yeah. And then down the hall, there was a top 40 station. So that's hit music, pop music. Yep. Um, and so they were like, they have an opening for like a, a third person, a sidekick on the morning show. If you want to audition, we will support you. We really think you, you could be a star in radio. And I was just like, okay, well, I don't even know how to turn a mic on. I have no college degree. I literally know nothing. I just know how to roast celebrities and just make fun of people. That's it. That's all I do. Or or roast myself and talk about my tragic dating life and whatever. So I auditioned. They ended up choosing me out of like seven other people that had broadcasting degrees and stuff. They chose me. They taught me how to do everything on the job. Um, That show was number one. And then they had me uh, host our midday early afternoon show by myself. So then I was doing that. I learned how to run a board. Wow. Um, All those different behind the scenes radio things, editing things Mm -hmm. and all that. I didn't know how to do till I was in that job. So did that. It was number one in my show on middays. And then I got a call uh, to come. Well, I went on a reality dating show on Fox. Mm -hmm. And so after that, 
all these other people in radio. Wait, which one? It was, you don't know it. It's been canceled, thank God. It was canceled. So it never my, aired? It just didn't, no, it did. It did air, but it just didn't take off. So they only did one season. It was uh, called Coupled. It was on Fox in 2016. Oh, I know. I recognize the name. Yeah, it was Mark Burnett who does like the voice yeah. of the driver. Yeah. So it was his very first dating show ever. It was kind of like Tinder in real life was the premise. Oh, wow. And so so I do the show and then all these people in radio, then they knew who I was. Mm-hmm. It was more, they started to know who I was because I was this girl that said anything that she was thinking, Republican. Uh, that was my thing on the show was that I was like this ditzy Republican. Oh, my gosh. So, of course. Yeah. They would, yeah. So so I was, on, I was on the show and then that's when Indianapolis called me and they said, we're building a new morning show from scratch. We want you to be the co-host. Wow come audition and so they they took me um the other guy was with our producer they kind of frankensteined us together from different parts of the country (laughs) put us together uh they had blown out they had fired the morning show that was before us and because they were so bad they they was like 16th place i mean think about this where you live locally try to think of 16 radio stations i'm in radio and that is impossible because that's how bad they were so basically (laughs) static was beating the show they were so bad and so they brought us in, and in six months, we went from 16th place to second. They were thinking in three wow. years, they'd be lucky to get us into 10th place, and we went to second in six months. So is that nationally? Like that is in Indianapolis. in Indianapolis. Okay. And so after that, then shortly after that, we went number one and maintained number one. And so uh, then they syndicated us in, onto a sister station in our company in Houston, Texas. So I was on Houston and Indianapolis up until uh, this last June. And you guys went all the way to number one and you hadn't known each other before then? You all Never. just kind of, wow. that's You know why we went number one? Because we were complete opposites and kind of couldn't stand each other. And so oh, yeah. it was the, yeah. it was the, the chemistry, chemistry yeah. of constantly calling each other out, yeah. roasting each other, ripping on each other. And that is what Made people like. Yeah. yeah. That's well, that's awesome. And that's so that is the story. I know it was long. No, but it's, <laughs> it's so great. And I love, I mean, there's so many aspects of that story that I absolutely love. First, the just taking risks and not mm-hmm. knowing, you know, what you're going to do, but also not letting something, not being prepared for something didn't stop you from doing it. And I think that's yeah. such a good, I mean, both like of jumping us right into yeah, something you that right you weren't, in. you it's weren't really that comfortable me. with. Yeah. That story made it sound like it was easy for me to just say yes, yes, yes. But I am a worry wart and I freak out and I get in my head and I overanalyze everything. So every single time that I've had an opportunity in my career, just like those instances, instances I just told you about, it took somebody pushing me to say, yeah, you're going to do this. So when Turning Point approached me, I was terrified because I was under contract with Ray I thought, no doubt they're going to try to sue me for leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, there was all, all this legal stuff. I was so scared, so scared, so scared, so scared I wouldn't be good at this. Yeah. Just because I am conservative, but I haven't actually done this on like a professional level. Right. And I was so worried because, you know, thinking about people like Charlie Kirk, sure. the founder mm-hmm. of Turning Point, Candace Owens, they are... I'm not saying I'm not smart, but they are just incredibly analytical, very intelligent, well-spoken, all these different things. And I was just like, I'm not, I'm not a Candace. I'm not Charlie. And they were like, Alex, we want you to be Alex. Uh We don't want another Charlie. We have a Charlie. You know, you know, Candace was great when we had Candace and all this. Uh, They were like, but we want you to do you. We want you to cover pop culture for us. Mm -hmm. We want you to be silly and talk about 
basically what I did in pop radio, talk about dating, lifestyle, pop culture, and just be me and just be a personality in the conservative movement. Because we have all these pundits and all these people that right. yeah. commentate. They never talk. I don't ever, it's very rare for me to ever hear someone conservative talk about what it's like dating and right. different things like that as a young conservative. No, I don't know or something about outside that. of just being a political commentator. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like the gun lifestyle mm-hmm. thing. Like you, yeah. you almost want to be like, hey, like being a conservative is part of my lifestyle. Right. Like here's my lifestyle surrounding like the beliefs that I have really drives everything that I do but like this is who I am right you know and that's really well, I think that's important to cover that like just like all those aspects because like look at these events that we're doing at Turning Point you see that their younger generation is coming they need new avenues and things to listen yeah. to and instead of there's always going to be somebody doing like straight political commentary and can talk about that stuff. But yep. what about the broader focus that something's going to speak to yep. someone else who may not be interested in listening to like, you know, 30 minutes, 60 minutes of straight political commentary. Yeah, let's, exactly. let's bring, let's bring somebody in maybe on the premise of wanting to hear some pop stuff commentary on us. Right. And then right. you've opened the door and, and now they're listening to other things and hearing your opinion and starting to be like, Oh yeah, let me go check out that person. And let me go and just humanized. Right conservatives that is exactly Mm -hmm. that's exactly what we're thinking what we're going to do so basically the reason turning point brought me on is that we're going to create a daily show on social media so primarily instagram tv snapchat where um i'm going to break down the top five trending pop culture entertainment stories from the last 24 hours and just give my alex take on them and so it's going to be out there on social media as pe- young people are scrolling through their feed and hopefully they're going to see it because they want to hear about mm-hmm. what Cardi B said or right. what uh, happened on The Bachelor last night. But then, yes, I will hook them with, okay, the pop culture aspect because ev- that's a common ground for anybody yeah. no matter sure. what side you're on. Everyone likes pop culture no matter if you're on the left or you're on the right. So they come here for that and then they hear a different idea or a different take on something mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, wait a minute. I never thought about it like that. And right. I got that on my show when I was in radio all the time. Yeah. Messages from, I've never heard a, a conservative on a morning show that I like to listen to or any, I don't know any like young conservatives in normal mainstream media like that. Mm-hmm. And so I was getting that all the time. So I hope that that continues with this new show. That's exciting. Do you know when it's going to air? We are gunning for, no pun intended, <laughs> we are gunning for end of August 2019, early fall 2019. Okay. So or like like September, maybe last week of August, first couple weeks of September. It's going to be in that window. Kind okay. of when the fall semester yeah. starts. Because, you know, Turning Point is targeting college age kids. Yeah. I mean, it's such a needed thing. The culture war is a real thing mm-hmm. on just where ideology is winning right now, you know. If you can win that war, it's, you know. You can well, win. conservatives you can always talk about mm-hmm. the culture war, but then there are all these avenues that they're they're too afraid to stand up. Right. They don't even want to fight. Right. So you can't say that we're going to win the culture war if you don't even put yourselves yeah. out there to be in it in the, in the first yep. place. And pop culture is one of those huge yep. holes that, that we have in the conservative movement. Yeah. There's just, we don't have enough people. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's why fashion, I mean, it's why she's doing style blogging. It's why I wanted to own a fashion company. I wanted to be in fashion ever. I was just like, yeah, like I wanted to be in fashion somehow. And I realized that that's an opportunity for us to get in and move in. And why is nobody doing it? And I realized a lot of companies don't do it because obviously they have shareholders mm-hmm. too. Like they are more concerned about losing 
business, not realizing that yep. a lot of Americans still want companies that right. represent their values and are okay, like discussing issues that they really do believe in, you know, but there's a lot of holes. And I think that turning point where I'm happy because I think they're filling those holes in a lot of ways. So. Thank you. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Now I just need to get uh, Emily to help me with my Instagram aesthetic. <laughs> I am horrible at that. She's probably the, the best looking Instagram I've ever oh seen. Oh my but gosh. She will pay money for, pe- you, for you to like curate your, your, their stuff like that. But I your that. stories are so entertaining yeah. to watch. Yeah, I would agree. I, 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 like, we can swap. We can yeah. swap tips on that because I definitely need help with my stories. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I feel like I don't even I don't even post it. I'm so picky about what I post on my feed that I'll go a month without even posting on my actual wall on Instagram or whatever <laughs> because I'm so I have so much anxiety about, like, the editing and, you know, but all no, that. But it's, it's becoming so, obsolete, so good. though, yeah. now. Like, where no, we were just talking about going this. Is, yeah. is the stories. And yeah. that's you're right. where you're getting everyone's engagement because you can interact with them so much easier throughout the day and they feel like they can connect with you yeah. right then versus I don't even know when the last time was I really scrolled through a wall I just yeah. watch their stories and if yeah. you're my top five I'll, I might watch you mm-hmm. but after that it's it's kind of hard to you know well coming up early this fall I think there is a super special secret fun thing that Turning Point is doing yeah. that you guys are going to be coming to yes. right and and so and people will will know what that is because after this thing happens there will be of course video and yeah, all that going to be but when that happens, I'm totally, you can, I always say, pose me, use me, abuse me for the perfect Instagram photo. I'm going to put you in charge. I'm going to be like, Emily, tell me what I need to do. And so after that event, you'll know that I have been stamped by Emily because you'll be able to see the difference in my posts. Well, oh my gosh. I got to add that to my list. I'll be able to handle it. We'll take care of it. It'll be perfectly fine. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Well, speaking awesome. of like we were just talking about stories, and so a lot of the thing, a lot of times when we bring women on here or men, we always want to hear their story. You know, we talk a lot about you know self reliance, and not every everyone has a different journey and avenue how they became or got into that mindset of wanting to prepare and defend themselves. So we want to hear sort of how because you're you don't technically you know well I don't really have a, I wouldn't consider myself like a, having a yeah. story because I think most people think that the reason someone decides to defend themselves is because you know unfortunately something bad has happened to them but for a lot of us it was it was mindset and I think for you yours is along that same route it was more of an intellectual thing so can you talk to us about how that kind of came about because that is that kind of I think comes full circle with uh, your background as well I mean, you guys want me to be frank about it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Ter- I'm terrified of serial killers. That's really what it breaks down to. <laughs> oh, my God. For me, I'm a true crime junkie. Any serial killer, I can talk about them. I'm fascinated with all of that. And uh, just the, uh, I am, I'm, uh, people always say, Alex, you're so paranoid. No, no, no. I'm proactive and yes, I'm prepared. Yes, exactly. Yeah. This, it sounds paranoid, but, but like, you know, anytime that I'm in a public place, whatever, I'm looking for where, what are my exit points? Exactly. Where am I hiding? If, if, you know, somebody were to come in, where, where am I, you know, all these different improvised weapon on the table. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Every single time I'm on a date or anything, that's what I think like, where's a candlestick, you know, (laughs) all these different things. So for me, I decided to get my concealed carry in Indiana. Um, so I will be moving to Phoenix as I start my new thing with turning point USA. But right now I'm living in Indianapolis, Indiana, as we're presently recording this podcast. And so, uh, there you have to get a concealed carry. So I did that. I got a Glock. And I still might. So one of my New Year's resolutions for this year was I wanted to get uh, go to do like safety classes and mm-hmm. training yeah. and all that stuff. So I'm not I haven't carried it on me on my person yet. Yeah. But now I got the leggings and I have the gun. So I just need to I need to do all that. And then I want to start doing that. But yeah, yeah it honestly is a coming from a place of just 
preparing for the worst case scenario. Yeah. And I also hear about stories. I don't know. Do you guys know, you uh, live in Texas, yeah. Amy. And so are you familiar with the Luby's massacre? Massacre. Yeah, shooting? it happened in Waco. Wait, what? Yes. What? And no, I don't think it was Waco. That was Waco. What it is was. Yeah, it happened in Waco. And she. Okay, maybe are, you're right. The the girl, well, one girl that was in there had a firearm out in her car, mm-hmm. and then but didn't take it because I can't remember if Luby's like didn't allow it. Or, she just thought she literally was like uh, this woman. Her name's Susanna Hupp. She was meeting her parents for yes. lunch in the middle of the day at this buffet uh, called Luby's Diner. It's mm-hmm. like a chain in certain it's parts of the country. It's not short for Louboutins. We, we, all, no, no, we all meet our grandparents at Luby's. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. And so she goes to meet her parents, and that's it. Amy is exactly right. She was like, oh, when am I? I'm, she's like, I, I, when am I going to need my gun? You know, I'm going to have lunch with my parents. I'll just leave it in my car. It's not a big deal. Well, they're all sitting there eating, and all of a the sudden, there is a huge shattering of glass, and a pickup truck just blasts through the front windows of this restaurant and, and stops in the middle of the restaurant. This armed guy gets out, and he just start, he just starts uh, popping people off. Oh I mean, my over gosh. I think it was over yeah. twenty five. People were shot. It was right around 25 and then way more injured. But at the time, it was the early 90s. And at the time, it was the largest mass shooting in U.S. Mm -hmm. history. And this girl, she's sitting there. They had flipped over the dining, the table. And she's hiding behind the table. And she literally is like, oh, perfect. I'm reaching in my purse to get my gun. (gasps) And she realizes it's in her car. Oh, my gosh. Can you, does that give you, look at my legs. I have got them too. I have goosebumps. So, so. Stories like that, I'm like, ooh, girl. That can't see, be me. See that? Yeah. I'm like, I got to get my classes yep. and do all this because I understand the importance of carrying on you. And, you know, I always, when I, I was I was at the Verizon store getting a new my new phone, and there was a guy in there. He had an NRA shirt on, and I saw that he had his gun strapped on his side. And I just went up to him, and I said, hey, I just want to tell you, I said, I'm an NRA member. And I said, and I really appreciate you carrying. It makes me feel so much safer in public. And you know this, and he was way older than me. I mean, this guy was like in his sixties, early seventies, maybe. And he looked at me, he said, you're an NRA member. I mean, he was shook. He was shook that like, you know, this little 20 something brunette petite girl is like, I'm an NRA member. I mean, this probably, he's probably never thought, you know, someone that looked like sure. me would ever be. Of course not. You know, they never do. Yeah, no, they never do. Because that's the number, I think that's the number one rule about conservatism. Whatever you think we are, we're not. We're not. Yeah. Right. And so he was shocked, but he loved that. He was like, that's so awesome. And so, you know, we bonded for a minute as I was getting my new phone, but <laughs> that's only a couple months ago. So yeah, long story short, you asked me like why I, I think that's important and stuff. And I mean, really, that's it. It's, it's a, I love it's it. a I'm, hyper. I'm afraid of serial killers. I, I yeah, it's a hyper paranoia know. or proactiveness, if you will, of preparing for I serial killers. I don't know killers. how anybody can be a true crime fan and not want to have their concealed carry license. Can, yeah, how can you hear any something. of that stuff and not be like, holy crap, what am I going to oh, do? Oh, y'all know what my favorite podcast is. Well, we I know. Mean, Everyone talks about oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you know this, too. Yes. So, yeah. so I there are all these uh, Facebook groups for people that are fans of true crime uh-huh. podcasts yeah. so you can like communicate with each other. And I was in this one... And this woman says in there, she's asking for advice from the other group members. And she says, I ha- I'm a teacher and I have a former student who has started stalking me. He's sending me death threats. I already know he showed up on my property a few times. And she asks the question, how can I ensure my safety? What measures should I take to protect myself? This is what this woman asks. And I'm reading, and this is one of the most popular podcasts in the world. So this is millions of of people um, that are in the group. And I mean, 
thousands and thousands of people mm -hmm. that are commenting. And I'm scrolling through all these comments, every single one, uh, brass knuckles, pepper spray, a knife under your pillow. Not one <laughs> Not person and the, and the hosts of the show are oh. very liberal. So they never ever, I mean, oh. they're very anti-Trump, they're anti-Second Amendment, all these different things. And so not one person commented and said, get a gun. And so I did. And guess who got kicked out of, of the group? Course. No. Oh, my gosh. I did. Gosh. I'm raising my hand. I okay. got kicked out of the group because I suggested, I said, girl, you need to get your, your, your concealed carry. Mm -hmm. You need to have a gun on you. That's what, funny. I don't understand why mm. it's taking thousands of comments to get to this point. Yeah. I didn't know that they were opposed to all of that because they never talk about it on well, the show. Well, not this. This is another one. Not the oh, one I was like, that makes sense why they didn't respond back to oh, me. Well, I don't Emily understand wanted how. to get them on the show because I was like, surely they're like, Pro-gun and pro-women. Most of these women that are co-hosting a true crime podcast, including the one that you like, they are very liberal. I just don't understand how you can be listening, reading, and having to commentate on these stories of such tragic things that have happened and not for once be like, huh. That could have happened to me. What would I do? And well, not I'm say, and I want then not you to say, have them on the show just, because I want you to ask that question. Okay, I'm like sitting here going, how can you listen to the Israel Keys story? Yes. One of my feet, one of my favorite serial that's, killers. That's how she got Where, me. Chopped I, I up a girl, put her in ice, like a frozen ice <laughs> lake in Alaska. Cut a little hole in ice like ice fishing. Started dropping her body parts. They had to send divers down there to get each piece. No, the thing that got, the thing that killed me was him sitting there admitting that he would go to parks mm -hmm. and lie and wait for a random person yeah. that he had no MO and it goes, speaks very clearly right. to what we talk about all the time mm -hmm. is like bad guys don't have to have a reason. They, they just, don't, they, they don't. just, They're just crazy. Do. Do. They're crazy. And he would just lie and wait until the perfect time. And then the perfect person came by that he decided that he wanted to murder that day. And I'm like, if that doesn't make you want to take yeah. your firearm with you everywhere right. you go. I don't know. I don't know what will. I really don't. The craziest, Emily, you don't know the story about this guy. Is real, oh, no, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, she I, had I me, yeah. I did oh, okay. Like, well, like <laughs> one afternoon, my phone, like, I got back from a meeting and my phone had, like, all these texts. She's like, you need to listen to this, and then this, and then this. And I'm like, what, what? Well, the <laughs> so for those that don't know, the most fascinating part of that whole story was, remember the part where he had taken that girl and um, they it was like he was trying to do a hostage situation yes. right where he was wanting money ransom or whatever yeah. and so he wanted money to get for him to give this girl back but he had already killed her but her family didn't know and so they were like well we need proof of life so he sends a picture of her holding up the newspaper yes. and he had sewed her eyes I know. open you're give, we're giving away Holy all the, we're giving yeah. all I know away it's still making, it's making me cringe still keys, like, but you know what, ladies? That, go, that's Google why you get a firearm. Like that's, find the story. That is yeah. effing crazy. I know. I'm just oh like, that is. I, and he took her while she was working. She was, she was, right, this is just, another good reason. And she ran oh away to have a firearm. And he yeah. got back up to her again. But she was just, she was, it was like, what was it? Like a little a coffee, coffee shop, shop yeah, or something? Like but it was a, like a drive-up yeah, thing. It was, stand, like a, like, it was like a tent Oh almost. my gosh, we're giving away okay. all of this. And our, our poor audience to go has no idea what we're talking <laughs> no, about. You guys have to go listen to this. Yes. Like, go Google it, find the story, and then go get yourself a self-defense tool. <laughs> That's what yeah. you need to do. The, that whole story is the perfect example of why you should carry. Yeah, no, it, it really is. And I'm like, I, I just want women to hear these stories and want to go and do something about it. But Because no, it goes to show yeah. that it's it's every everyone has a different reason for why. Yeah. 
And it doesn't have to be something that happened to you. It could just be because you want to be prepared. Absolutely. Yeah, that can absolutely be right. Well, we want to thank you so much for coming on. But before we go, where can everybody find you? I want everyone to go and support Alex and give her a follow. Where's the best social media platforms to follow you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at Yo Alex Raps with a Z. And I love you it. can find me on Facebook. Just search for at Real Alex Clark. Awesome. And we'll be on the lookout for your You're, show. Yeah, I can't, can't wait for wait that for new show. Out. Yeah. Thank you guys. If you ever want to talk uh, true crime, <laughs> Taylor Swift, Trump, I am your girl. Can we I, also just really quick before we end, also on your Instagram, we can find out how you got that awesome winged eyeliner because I'm obsessed with the winged eyeliner and I can't you. do it. Um, it is practice makes perfect, honey. I've just been doing it since I was like 15 years Jeez. old. And the trick is a liquid liner pen. I use the Stila Stay All Day Black Liquid Liner. You you will never use a better eyeliner. They sell I it use, at I use the Kat Von D one, which I think is like, it's, it's um, rival. Oh, it's the same thing. But like, I don't think I can do a wing like that. Like every well, time I try to, no, every time I, I just, I think it might just be my eyes don't, you know, like some people can like rock yeah. that like nice wing. I don't know. Anyway. i just never even tried Yeah. It. We're getting off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, so as we always do, but we love, we love beauty. We like, love we, beauty we products. Gotta, yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can't wait for your show. I can't wait to watch and hear and all, all, get all this great commentary on like what's happening in pop in the last uh, 24 hours and hear yep. what you have to say about it. So thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure you go give Alex a follow and you know you can always find Amy and I on Not Your Average Gun Girls on Instagram and also on our respective channels at Style Me Tactical and at The Amy Robbins or at Alexa Athleta. So we'll see you next time. The Not Your Average Gun Girls podcast and its related companies, Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com, strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.